Welcome back to the Deep Six Wrestling Podcast. It is Wednesday, uh, September 23rd. It is a cool, crisp 7.54 in the morning, and night three of the G1 Climax 30s just ended, so we're here with our, uh, our review, since our plan is to review every single one of these shows. Uh, so, yeah, this is the plan, uh, and as we stated on previous podcasts, it's going to be a rotating cast of whoever is... Uh, awake or who's ready to review shows whenever we're doing reviews so for this first time it is me i'm pat and i'm joined by ryan uh who uh i did not watch impact wrestling last night i know we're all upset about it yeah honestly um, which is why there was no impact review last night but we will be back next week with it uh i just did not want to it's just a very hectic schedule with school and uh these wrestling shows and i wanted to watch the g1 this morning instead so <laughs> went to bed early and, back, yeah well can't win them all <laughs> yeah um but yeah so this is our night three review uh and you know just being able to do these shows one at a time rather than bunching them up together means you can uh don't have to rush the review. We can just talk about each match and uh, not have to worry about talking about two shows at once. So Agreed. Uh, and we also get to talk about it immediately after the show, which is uh, nice. Um, also so, agreed. Yeah. So uh, real quick before we go into that, uh, if you're not already following us on Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube, YouTube doesn't really matter. I mean, we don't really use it. But uh, Facebook and Twitter, be sure to follow us over there on both of those, uh, Deep Six Wrestling. You'll find all the links that you need in the episode description. And if you're looking for G1 coverage, AEW coverage, Impact coverage, whatever, we uh, we do cover most wrestling. Uh, so be sure to subscribe to the podcast or wherever you want to listen to. Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, or TuneIn are our main ones. Um, so be sure to hit that subscribe button. We would appreciate it. And I think that's about it. Yeah, I think we can get right into it. Yeah, so going into night three, uh, again, we've done our predictions for the G1, so if you haven't heard those yet, be sure to go listen to it. Um, and we also have our reviews out for night one and two. Um, but So going into night three, our prediction points were uh, Joey in last place with a five, uh, Ryan, at, oh, sorry, uh, Joey at five, myself at six, and Rob and Ryan tied at seven. Um, so that was our, that was our prediction, uh, points and how our breakdown is. I feel like we should probably just go over this every time we do an episode. Yeah. Uh, each, each win you get for each match is worth a point. Uh, and then block winners, if you get the block winners right, are worth three points. And if you get the winner of the G1, it is five points. Um, so, uh, yeah. All right, uh, night three, we have uh, our, our junior, not junior, our Lion, Young Lions match was uh, uh, Gabriel, Gabriel Kidd versus Yuyu Yamora. Uh, pretty solid stuff, you know, not too long, pretty short stuff, but, uh, you know, both guys look very promising. So, uh, yeah, good stuff. Not yeah, really going to uh, complain about it. And I will say it was better than one of the G1 matches tonight. <laughs> Um, uh, maybe I don't, you know match, what match I'm talking about. <laughs> well, I, I, I couldn't possibly Okada and Ujiro. I couldn't fathom that being that bad. Oh, okay. I enjoyed all of the matches tonight, this morning, whatever we want to call it. Well, uh, about that, uh, yeah. I don't know about the chief. <laughs> anyway, uh, Gabriel Kidd did pick up the win. Uh, so, yeah. And it was a submission win. It was not a submission win. No, uh, no Boston crap. Yeah. So, I'm fine with it. Um, I thought it, it, it now means that every young lion has won a match. That is true. In, the, in this tournament. That is true. Um,. All right, and then we go into the actual tournament matches. We opened up with Shingo uh, taking on Jeff Cobb. Uh, as for our predictions, all of us had Shingo winning this. All of us got that wrong, obviously. Uh, yeah. Jeff Cobb came out here and uh, got a huge win. 
um, which is, uh, I, yeah, I mean, good for Jeff Cobb. Uh, I've stated it on our predictions, and I've also mentioned it in passing, but uh, last year, Jeff Cobb really disappointed me in the G1. Uh, he just didn't really look that special, but uh, his first two matches in this tournament, first against Tai Chi and then against Shingo, spe- specifically the one against Shingo, uh, Cobb has looked real good. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but Jeff Cobb picked up the win here. Um, he did win with Tour of the Islands, uh, a really nice Tour of the Islands. He did get to kick out of um, Made in Japan and also a uh, Pumping Bomber, which I've learned Ryan is not a fan of. Okay, it, it, it's just a lariat. It's, but it's just a lariat. I mean, it's a powerful lariat. Uh, yeah, but, like, everybody has a powerful lariat in New Japan. Yeah, but I again, it's just a it's a it's a it's a nice move, and people sell it really good. Also, pumping bombers a pretty lame move. Name. Right, you're kicked off the podcast. Oh, okay, man. I don't know how you couldn't love commentary yelling pumping pumping bomber. I don't know. There's there's better there's better names. Yeah, there. what's a, what's a what's a lariat that's named better? Um, the rainmaker. I, is that a better name than Pumping Bomber? Yeah. I don't know, man. Pumping Bomber's pretty uh, pretty hot. Oh, okay, man. Um, but, yeah, I, I enjoyed this match thoroughly. It definitely got the show started off to uh, a nice hot start. Uh, and, yeah, like I said, again, it's just nice to see Jeff Cobb actually having good performances in the G1. Uh, so I'm hoping he can keep this up through the rest of the tournament. He has... Uh, a bunch of good challenges besides Yujiro Takahashi. Um, like, Cobb and Okada should be good. Cobb and Suzuki should be good. Cobb and White should be good. Basically, everybody except Yujiro, Cobb could have a very good match against. <laughs> I mean, who knows? I, I, I mean, Okada gets good matches out of Yujiro. No, 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 no. The, today's match was not a good match. I mean, I thought it was perfectly fine. I thought it was perfectly boring. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think they have good chemistry together. It's just I don't need to see these matches. <laughs> I know you say you say that, but it's the G one. Unfortunately, you have to for you. Unfortunately for you, uh, you have to sit through it. Uh, I guess either way, it's gonna be a no for me. Hey man, uh, at, least, at least you got to hear one of the best themes in New Japan. Coming, uh, yeah, coming Shingo. Play. I got to I got to hear Shingo's theme when we no, right right before right right before Okada's theme hit. You got to hear best one of yeah, the I best. Guess, themes. I guess we can move on to that match then. Uh, Yujiro Takahashi uh, versus Okada again. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, do you want to specify what theme song you're talking about? Oh, Harlem Nights. Great theme. What is the reasoning behind your love for this song? It fits his character. How? It, how? It, if you got, gotta, again, if you got rid of the moaning, how does it fit his character? It, like, he... he, he when I think of a pimp, I don't he's a think sl- of, he's I a don't sl- think of, a, like, a guitar and, like, drums. Okay. Maybe in Tokyo they do. You've Maybe. I just, like, you've <laughs> never, you've never met a Tokyo I, You're right, I have never met a Tokyo, I haven't met a pimp in general, but yeah. I just, um, like... But like it's it's slow and melodic, just like it is. You drew It is not a melodic. What is up with you using the term melodic? Is this your new thing? It might. Be, it might be. Um, you said Yoshihashi has a melodic. Yoshihashi does have a more melodic song. This is just nonsense. This whole this song is, beautiful. is garbage. This is a song that I I could listen to for quite some time. I actually can't. Anytime I hear it, I want to die. Oh. Uh, anyway, Yujiro comes out and he—I don't—he's not even the Tokyo pimp anymore. He doesn't have Peter with him. He's just a guy in a bucket hat, basically, or whatever type of hat he has on. Um, and a vest. Who also doesn't he have a cane? He has a cane. Yes, he he sells his cane. He He doesn't use his cane much. No, uh, but you know, honestly, people in New Japan just love their canes. Him and the Yoshihashi can be cane bros. Um. Maybe they were at one time when they were both in chaos together. <laughs> yeah, that's the story of why they both have Kane's. Yeah, they um, came up through the ranks together. Yeah, and and their idol was Kane. 
Um, Velasquez, wait. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, this match went on way too long for me. Uh, I could have dealt with this being like five minutes. Um, Pat wanted rephrase that, Pat. Uh, you you said. I hope this is a squash match within 30 seconds. Uh, I uh, mean, when the match started. I mean, dude, I I can't buy Yujiro as a serious issue for fucking Okada to deal with. I don't know. It, like, considering that there have been many... I mean, Shinsuke Nakamura was a young lion when he won his first world title. I don't. What's that have to do with Yujiro being a bad wrestler? I don't think he's a bad wrestler. I think that Udro people will take advantage, will like take him lightly, and he'll pick up some some some. Good wins. didn't take him lightly. He was trying his hardest, and he was still struggling. Yeah, and we, we can get to that. Uh, we can get to the ending because there's not nothing major that happens in this match. Well, he so I I've gotten some clarification. He so he hits a clothesline. It's not the rainmaker. He just hits a regular clothesline. Okay. Uh, it's not being referred uh, to as see, a rainmaker. See, that's what bothers me is when you have a lariat, but then you also have a finisher that that is a lariat that is basically the same thing. All the, the only difference is you hold on to their arm. To be fair, longer. if if this man, if this was the way he brought back the rainmaker, this would have been the most disappointing thing in of the year in wrestling, possibly that he had to bring it out against fucking Yujiro Takahashi in the G one. In the second round of the in the, in the second, not the second round, it's the second match or second, second night, match. Um, yeah, for them. For Third night, block, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, he hits uh, a lariat and then puts him in the Cobra Clutch and Yujiro taps out. But this went, this was just too much. Yujiro looks way too strong against Okada, and it's just like. I'm all for them depowering Okada and making him not like this unbeatable god. To some extent, he shouldn't be having, like, 15-minute matches with Yujiro. Uh, there's just no need for it, because Yujiro's never going to get a substantial singles push, so I don't know who gains from this besides nobody. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they'll move Yujiro to uh, New Japan Strong, and he can run the gauntlet of everybody there. I don't, I don't be think their they're going to do champ. that. I don't think they're going to do that. <laughs> I don't think they're going to start sending Yujiro to the U.S. so he can wrestle on strong. It would be a benefit to everybody. I That would make me not want to watch strong because I'd have to sit through a bunch of Yujiro matches. You hate on Yujiro for no reason. The man is a good hand in the ring. I mean, again, I said him and Okada, their first match was good. I thought it was fine. So He's just a very boring wrestler. <laughs> Okay. You're you're not wrong that he's a boring wrestler. There's, there's, but there's a lot of boring wrestlers that still have good matches. Again, Jujiro is not consistently one of them. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, after that we got uh, Taichi versus Minoru Suzuki uh, in our big Suzuki Goon clash. Here, this was basically a street fight. Uh, I I wouldn't even call it a street fight. I would just it it was just a hey let's try to kill each other in weird ways. Yeah, literally, like, as soon as Taichi hits the ring, he just starts choking Suzuki no, out. Nope, as soon as Suzuki. Suzuki hits the ring, sorry. As soon as Suzuki hits the ring, Taichi just goes at it, or Suzuki comes at him and Taichi starts choking him. Um, and throughout the match, Taichi tries to choke him. He eventually chokes him with uh, the microphone for the ring announcer, uh, or the timekeeper. Um, there's lots of chairs involved here. Uh, there's several ref bumps. Um, there's a ref bump basically like a minute into this match. Uh, yeah, and it was and, a ref bump that lasted a while. Yeah, and it didn't need to last that long. I mean, it was fine. I didn't have an issue with it. Uh, it it, it just, to... like, it didn't seem realistic to me, like, that he was down for as long as he was. Ah, he's a little baby. Yeah. Um, and, uh, eventually, um... Whenever Marty Asami, the ref, gets back up, he uh, he just like kind of hops on to uh, I think it was Suzuki who had the chair, right? Yes. He just like lays down on the chair to prevent Suzuki from using it. Yes. Um, I thought that was a pretty funny spot. Not gonna lie. Uh, oh, I, and while they were at ringside, and while Taichi was choking him out with the uh, the mic wire, uh, Suzuki was making some 
Talk to your facial expressions. I do have yeah, to unfortunately, we had to see them through the side. And Except for right at the end, they did cut to in front yeah. of it. So we did get a good look at it, the, the final ones. Yeah. Um, but good selling from Suzuki. Uh, this was messy, but I think in a good way. Uh, it was it was just kind of like two guys who have animosity towards each other just trying to hit big moves and hurt each other. Um, it, yeah, it's it's very weird to me that they're that these two individuals are in the same faction and they like hate each other. It feels like. Well, I mean, um, we also have that with Ishii and Show apparently, and then uh, we also had some more faction warfare in our semi main event as well. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like this was just weird because like, I mean, I, 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 like I don't know the whole story behind their animosity for each other. I know you, you said that they've had it for quite some time. Yeah, there's been a lot of um, tension between these two uh, for a couple of years now. Yeah, um, which, okay, that that that's understandable then, um, I guess. But, like, if, if, there, if, if there's such animosity between two people in a faction, why keep them together? Um, I don't know. That just seems odd. Like, showing... Ishii, like they just started showing that, so like it's not like a year years long issue. Yeah, um, um, I don't know. I think that it's just a matter of Suzuki always kind of being uh, kind of like a ruthless boss for Suzuki Goon. Gotcha. Um, um, weird thing at the end of this, after this match, like, um, I'll, I'll talk about it after. I just thought it was weird. Uh, but yeah, we can I go think into the finish. Yeah, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Okay. Um, but uh, so Suzuki, we had a good a good series of finishes like uh, build up here. Suzuki keeps going for the sleeper, goes for the gotch style pile driver. Taichi keeps getting out of it. Uh, Suzuki goes for a final time, and Taichi reverses it into Black Mephisto and just drops Suzuki, pins him one two three. Uh, and yeah, that was the finish. I thought it was a, a again the 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 finishing sequence here was very well done. Uh, the reversing of the sleepers and the uh, pile driver was all really good. Yes, um, I agree a hundred percent. I thought that was a really good sequence. Um, there were some really messy parts in this match. Um, like Pat said, uh, like some of it worked. Like there was one po- point where Suzuki just like he was looking for a chair and then just decided to walk around like three quarters of the ring. Yeah, and I don't walk know back what halfway. <laughs> And then walk back to finish the whole thing, and then he ended up getting trapped in the. That's how Taichi started choking him out with the, Mike. the Mike's Mike uh, cord. But um, yeah, there was some really hard hitting stuff like you expect in a Tai Chi and a Suzuki match. Um, but after the match, uh, Suzuki just starts wandering off. Um, and it keeps on coming to Taichi, who still has not left the ring, who has now uncovered the iron gauntlet that, or glove that he carries. And he's, like, talking to it. And, like, he does the sign of the cross. Like, he's praying to it. And I was all sorts of confused. I've seen uh, some people speculating or, or saying that this is teasing a Tai Chi. This whole thing was teasing a Tai Chi babyface turn. Uh, I don't understand it. Yeah, <laughs> that okay. Well, that makes it even stranger because like it seems like he's praying to like the glove. I don't know if he's praying to the glove or or what he's doing. I I could have interpreted it as like he's looking at it and maybe he's seeing he doesn't have to cheat or something. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, to be fair, he did cheat throughout. They both cheated throughout this match with, yeah. <laughs> with multiple um, weapons and choking each other out. Yeah. I guess it's uh, to me, it seems like he is. I guess who who gave him the belt? Azuka. Azuka. Okay. I feel like Azuka, like giving him the glove was like him. Like, I don't think Azuka was that big in Suzuki Goon. But, like, it felt like he was, like, choosing who he wanted to lead the group, I guess. Yeah, I and... mean, if, if somebody from Suzuki-Goon that, like, is currently in the group is going to become the new leader, I think Taichi's probably the leading choice. Yeah, um... which is weird because, like, I when we started thinking about, 
I, I guess it was last year we had a conversation, me and you. Well, I said about, I said after Wrestle Kingdom, I thought Saber Gun was gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why that's why I was gonna talk about was I thought that Saber was gonna be the new leader. Now Saber's like a I don't want to say an afterthought, but like yeah, I don't see him as a main event player anytime Not soon. Currently. He can yeah. he can shoot back up whenever they want him to. Yeah. But I mean, to be fair, him, him and Tai Chi are both tag champs right now. Yeah. So um but him, him yeah, I mean both of them I guess have pretty big wins under their belts in the last Yeah, Taiji beat Suzuki and ZSJ beat Evil. So Yeah. Uh yeah. We'll see how that plays out, I guess. Um, yeah. but Ideally, Tai Chi does have a, a title shot now at the Never Open Weight Championship after the G1 is done. Yeah. Uh, also, want to point out that we got to basically hear the entire theme for Tai Chi. Yeah. During it the speeds end- up so much at random points in this song. And the fact that we have never heard, the, like, this is the first time I've ever heard the song all the way through uh, on a show. Um, we need to hear it more. Uh yeah, I mean if Taichi ever wins another title, I guess you would uh you'd be able to hear this more during like a title. Or like he has a really elaborate entrance for Wrestle Kingdom. Uh yeah, that too. I, mean, I was gonna uh, say, like I yeah, can't Wrestle Kingdom it, has has he ever had a match at Wrestle Kingdom? Yes, Taichi has wrestled at Wrestle Kingdom. Okay, because like I, I just don't remember in any of his matches. I don't know if he's had a singles match at Wrestle Kingdom, he's been yeah. in tag matches. Okay. Um but yeah, uh, I thought that was pretty good stuff. Um, yeah. After this, our semi-main event was a uh, chaos uh, faction warfare. Basically, uh, we had Will Osprey taking on uh, Tomohiro Ishii. Um, this was all types of great. Uh, Osprey comes out in his flashy new uh, entrance gear, of course, and uh, the entrance gear makes him look so much bigger than it actually is. Yeah, but to be fair, I also mentioned to you while we were watching this that yes. uh, seeing Osprey against Yujiro, you couldn't really tell how big Osprey was, but seeing him up against Ishii tonight, yeah, or today, this morning for us, um, it definitely sold Osprey as a bigger threat now. Uh, yeah, he looks 100%. much, much bigger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this was, this was, as much as Osprey, like, this was a very fast paced match, but this was also kind of like a like not like a hoss fight but it was a battle of strength at points like they were just like slamming into each other um like very early on they were doing like a test of strength where they're just like hitting each other with the shoulder blocks yes um which is obviously different from what you'd expect from will osprey since typically he's your big flying cruiserweight guy yeah i think Uh the only the 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 one thing I was gonna say is that, like I think him and Shingo had done it before. Yeah, um, um, but that was but just be fair, because they were the two biggest guys in the yeah division. exactly. Yeah, so um, and I th- I want to say him versus Kota at Wrestle Kingdom the one year for the Never Title. I think they did that for a bit, but that was again because guys it was Osprey moving up. Though. Yeah, basically, and they, um, they both are similar builds. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, this like going into this match, I like I had made it clear that I chose uh, Ishii uh, or Ishii, whatever we want to say, um, because I thought Ishii is much bigger than Osprey and much stronger, and it was going to tell the story of like Osprey is this cocky dick um, who just. Like he thinks he's or he's ready for the big time, and Ishii's gonna say show him that like he's still a ways away from it. Uh, and at points in this match, it definitely looked that way. Um, Osprey was very cocky throughout this match, um, and he started to get worn down by it because like Ishii was giving it to him um, at different points, and then. Uh, Osprey kind of overcame it, and I enjoyed this match. I there were a lot of people saying that this was going like into today. I saw a lot of people like saying that this match could be like a match of the tournament type match. I think if you went into it thinking that this was going to be a match of the tournament, that it disappointed. Um, because I think. Like, at least for me, I'm comparing it to the other great matches that we've already had. 
And this is nowhere close to as great as uh, Night 2's main event was. Uh, yeah, I definitely think that this is on the higher end of the matches we've seen so far. But yeah. I don't think it comes anywhere close to Matt Tanahashi. Yeah. Um, and I also, I thought tonight's main event was also better than this. But I, I also agree. Uh, this was very, very good, and I thought this was a really good showing of two guys uh, having great chemistry together. Ishii worked his ass off going full speed for uh, Will. Yes. Um, which Ishii can go slow or fast. Him and Shingo typically go fast with each other, um, but he can also work like a much slower, more hard-hitting speed. But like, Which is what I'm more used to, at least. Yeah, but he was going full sprint here, just literally like sprinting across the ring, sliding across the ring for dodging Osprey's moves. That was a lot yeah. of the match was them going for moves and just like outmaneuvering each other to dodge, which I thought both guys had some very good counters for each other. Yeah, and um, they throws it back to a lot of the Osprey versus like Ricochet, Osprey versus Hiromu. Yeah, which like, is something you wouldn't expect from Ishii to see yes. like a, a big hoss man like yeah. sliding through and uh, like out like dodging big kicks and flips from Osprey. So um, very nice, unique style of a match for these two guys. I was going to um, say, the other thing that you probably wouldn't expect from a big man like Ishii is to take a Spanish fly in the yeah. middle of the ring. Uh, Osprey also hit him with like, he did. So Osprey went for a bunch of stuff here. He, so he yes. did get, he hit the Spanish fly, which was a big near fall. He went for Stormbreaker, but turned it into like a pile driver, um, which I really liked. Which obviously, had, if Ishii kicked out at one on that one, it would have been okay because Ishii doesn't have a neck, so could have no sold it. Or um, as Pat claimed after the match, or no head spot. Yeah, said he oh no yeah, head. that that can't that didn't hurt Ishii. He doesn't have a head. Yeah. Yep. Um, but Osprey also hit a poison rana, which uh, also was a near fall. He uh, hit hidden two blade os cutters in this. Yeah, he had two os cutters, both near falls. Uh, there was a hidden uh, blade. No, nope, the first one was not because it was outside the ring. Oh yeah, that one. Um, but the, the second one, one he hit. tried for a super os cutter, but uh, Ishii caught him. Yeah. Um, and then uh, hidden blade, another one, and then eventually Osprey did finish him off with Stormbreaker. Uh, which, which is, again is an impressive thing that he can now get Ishii up and hold him there for it. Yeah. Um, um, also in this match, uh, Will Osprey had Ishii in the corner. Oh yeah. And uh, Osprey just stood above him and said, "You're a little bitch." Uh, to which I responded with, "Is it really smart to call the second, maybe the first hardest man in the entire company, a little bitch?" And to be um, fair, Ishii immediately like stood up and killed him with elbows. Yes, um, um, like so. not not smart planning by Osprey. Um, yeah, and honestly, as much as I praised uh, Ishii for his uh, fast paced work here, Osprey sold everything that Ishii did really well. Yeah, um, he uh, sold the strikes like absolute death. Like he, there was the one elbow strike immediately after that where Osprey just like folded. Yes, uh, uh, there was a lot of parts in this match where the crowd was just silent for. Which I thought really helped, uh, like push forward the narrative of like how strong e- these two guys are. Um, yeah, it also made it easier to hear all the strikes. Yeah, because like Tai Chi and Suzuki, there was a lot of like clapping throughout it, which I thought was weird. Uh, and like the announcers were loud throughout that match, and then this one, it, it was like uh, I felt like the announcers were more just in all of what was happening. Yeah, um, I mean, and... I thought this was definitely. I mean, Osprey's already been a star in Japan. Uh, yeah, but I thought this was pretty much a coming out party for his official turn in the heavyweight division. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I also again yeah. the the whole issue with Ishii and Show now Ishii and Osprey. It seems like there's some potentially interesting stuff going on in Chaos, and pretty yeah. much all of the actions, interesting issues with each other. Besides Lij, Lij is fine right now. Uh, um. Yeah, I was gonna say L- Lij. Like they had their, their, their big. Already. Yeah, their biggest issue currently is the fact that half their their team is gone for well, they're just not the next this, month. Yeah, they're just not. That's not a problem. They're just yeah. break because no juniors right now. But like yeah. Suzuki Goon, you have your Tai Chi and Suzuki issues. Bullet Club, you have. Eventually, we're gonna have to get to the uh, a confrontation basically between. Naito, or not Naito, um, Jay White and Evil. 
Uh, yeah, which we'll we'll whatever. see in that block or maybe in the final. Yeah, that could be a possible final. That was originally my final. Um, Evil versus Jay, and then Chaos. Um, you have the stuff with Ishii and everybody. But and, I think we I think we have to go, and there's a bigger issue at play with Bullet Club. Like yeah. we'll play out late in the tournament when Yujiro Takahashi. Oh my God! Faces Jay White. Yeah, Yujiro's going to pin Jay, and he's going to claim leadership of the group. Well, see, the man, I, I asked at the beginning of the night to you, do you think that somebody is going to help out our boy Yujiro to get that win? And nobody did. And the person who's been helping him, like, all summer is uh, Gato. I don't Ooh. think Gato's going to turn on Jay White for you, Jarrell fucking Takahashi. But will Gato try to help Jay against you, Jarrell? I don't think he will. No, I, I don't think, think he's going to need to. Jay should not right, struggle because you, Because Yudro think... is going to get the... I am regretting changing my pick. Oh, stop it. I genuinely J- think uh, originally, I had Yudro beating Jay White. I changed it and then went Yudro pinning Okada. I, I should have stuck with my gut. I should have stuck with my gut. I genuinely think there's a chance that Yudro lays down for Jay. Uh, I mean, that's that's a possibility. Or maybe Jay lays down for Yudro. No, stop it. Um, I, f- I completely forgot that I didn't go over uh, our predictions for these other matches. So before we go into the main event... Um, uh, Rob, Ryan, and Joey all had Yujiro Takahashi beating Okada. I had Okada, so I got a point there. Uh, myself, Ryan, and Joey all chose Taichi over Suzuki, while Rob chose Suzuki, so Ryan, me, and Joey got points there. Um, and then me and Rob both had Osprey. Ryan and Joey had Ishii, so me and Rob got a point there. Uh, so at this point, I was, uh, I was, I was uh, three and one. Uh, Rob was three and one. Nope. No, sorry. Rob was uh, one and three. Jesus. Yep. I was one um, and three. One and three. And Joey was also uh, one and no, you guys were one and yeah, one and three as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, we go into the main event and yeah, main event is Kota Ibushi and Jay White rematch for him. Last year's G1 Climax final, and also a rematch from Wrestle Kingdom this year. <sighs> um, this was great. It wasn't as good as their uh, G1 match last year, which is one of my favorite matches. It was one of my be- favorite matches last year. I forget if I gave it match of the year last year. I think I did. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. But it was it was in my top five. I can confirm that. I think yeah. it was my number one. Not 100% sure. Um if it wasn't, uh, maybe uh, Omega Tanahashi was from Wrestle Kingdom. Um, anyway, uh, this match was all types of fantastic. Uh, we had more great, like, subtle heel stuff from Jay. Anytime Abushi put him up for the pile driver, uh, Jay White was just, like, punching his, the back of Abushi's leg to, uh, to break him down for uh, attacking his leg later on when he put him in the um, figure four. Um we also got some great heel work at the beginning of this match. Oh, uh, yeah, with, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> with Jay uh, Channing Ibushi. Ibushi trying to get the crowd to do it. Uh, and then he then, got on uh, the mic. <laughs> and be like, oh, you can't do it, you can't do it. And then he grabbed the timekeeper's mic and was like, come on, say it with me. And he did the chanting, and he's like, no, you're right. I, you can't say it. I can say whatever I want up here. You can't. Uh, and him and Gato had a, a good old laugh. Yeah, and um, then Abushi immediately took him out in the ring, and then Abushi slid to the outside and led yeah. the arena in clapping for Abushi. Yeah. Oh, and also Milano was chanting Ibushi because yeah. he's allowed to chant. That's true. Milano, the goddamn goat. Also, uh, I forgot to say we forgot to talk about Milano and Will Osprey's little. Yeah, Milano is Will Osprey's biggest fanboy now. Apparently, yeah, he goes he, crazy. He, for Milano him. is like. Wonderful, amazing, fantastic. He was like saying every like, like excited phrase, like word he could say in English, and I thought that was great. Um, yeah, <laughs> but back to the main event. Um, um yeah, 
really good stuff here, I thought. Uh, again, I don't think Ibushi and Jay White are possible. or I don't think it's possible for them to have a bad match with each other. Um, and this is just another example of that. All three of their big singles matches have been really good. Uh, I don't know. Where uh, I yeah, this was this. this was the this was definitely the worst of the three, though. Uh, yeah, I'd probably agree. But even that's not a bad. It's not. It's yeah, not bad. No. Means again, this was my match of the night. So, yeah, um, it, it it's just hard to compare a G one match where you're not trying to go like and have uh five. Most of the time, you're not trying to have like a. 30-some minute match. Unless you're, unless you're Tanahashi and Naito. Yeah. Um, especially or this early on in the tournament, you're not normally going to do that. And also, again, um, you do have to... Uh, comparing it to like the, the big stages. match. Yeah, and where the G1 oh, final. Yeah, and also, I was going to say, just in regards to having crowd participation, being yeah. here only clapping, definitely does hurt it a little bit. Um so, either way, I enjoyed it greatly. I thought this was fantastically worked from both guys. Uh, Bushi came close to going into like dark murder mode at points. Um, yeah, he never officially on, went into it. Yeah, he kept on saying uh, like doing the like the Rusev crush. Well, that's Rusev the thing. Break you know, that's like thing. he always does that as his taunt. Yeah. Um, there, there was the point like right near the end of the match where like uh, Jay like hit him. And, like, Ibushi just no-sold and, like, turned his face. And me and Pat were like, oh, Ibushi's about to kill this man. Um, he he kind of did. He but, did He did briefly. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I, I think this could be, like, a story going forward in this tournament. Is, oh, I absolutely think this is a story going forward. Yeah, because, um, like, we saw it with Knight against Okada. Like, there was moments of it. But like he didn't go full. Oh, you're t- okay. I think we're talking about different things. Okay, you're talking uh, about the the dark Abushi. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 100%. I think he will bring it out at some point, probably during yes. the tournament. But I don't know against who. Um. Yeah. So we'll see. Yujiro Takahashi, baby. I mean, if he loses to Yujiro, I would assume that like either after that match or in the final night of the show, he's gonna go crazy. Yeah. Um. I mean, who wouldn't go crazy uh, if they lost to Yujiro Takahashi? Uh yeah, be... I I think if Okada if Okada lost he'd dye his hair red and bring back the pants and the balloons and the Scooby Doo. I, I wish, and um, the best version of the Rainmaker theme. Stop it. Um, Rainmaker needs a an overhaul. Anyway, yeah, well we have an overhaul currently, and he's got doing the fucking money clip is what the name of his Cobra Clutch is. I still um, want to just say that. Um, this is a shot at Rob real quick. Um, no, the Cobra Clutch version of Okada is not the worst version of Okada in the history of Okada. Stop it. You haven't watched New Japan long enough to know the worst version of Okada. Yeah, what's, what's that? Um, well, it's not in New Japan. It's his goddamn run in TNA. It's Okato. Okato, baby. Yep. The um, fact that this man was made to be Ado from the Green Hornet, who yep. liked licking people, licking himself, licking himself. Right. Sorry, yeah, yeah, uh, I yeah, I, and <laughs> losing like all the time. I hey man, I love the fan theory that Gato purposely sent him to TNA because he knew TNA was going to not handle him well, and it humbled Okada, so he would never want to go to North America. Dude, um, dude. if that I if that was a power it, play by Gato. Yeah, man's a goddamn brilliant mind because he now has arguably one of the greatest wrestlers of all time who is only like 30. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. Um, it, it's one of those things that, like, it's weird who, like, what Japanese stars get were used correctly when they went over to New Japan or or not New Japan, when they went over to Impact TNA or like Ring of Honor for like excursions and stuff. Like it's just weird to me like who gets like who they get correct, you know? Like yeah. I- Ishimori was really, really like booked well when he was over in Impact for his few matches that he did. Yeah, I mean that wasn't um, really an excursion. That was more of yeah. like a, it was a brief partnership they had when Don Callis took over uh, in back. Yeah, 
but like Hiromu when he he like joined the addiction in Ring That's of Honor. Right. Yeah, I forgot about that. We saw that live. Yeah, that was really good. Like he like it, it was. It's weird that he was he's two different things. Like he wasn't Hiromu. It was yeah. But I we also saw what he Jay White on that show, and Jay White wasn't Jay White. He was no, Jay, Jay White. White was Jay White. He was Jay White, but he wasn't like Switchblade or anything. Yeah, no, he, he was just a guy. Generic baby face who we thought was really good. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, um, yeah, it's it just and and of course the the greatest example Watanabe Watanabe the ultimate jobber in oh, Ring yeah, of really? Honor, uh, who had I believe he had a world title shot at one point against Jay Lethal. I believe, you're um, right. but yeah, now, now he's. The King of Darkness or the King of Guns, whatever it was. King of Guns, baby, I love it. Anyway, yeah. uh, that is totally off topic. Um, so anyway, back to this match. Uh, <laughs> we were right at the end too. Yeah, honestly, before we get to here. Anyway, um, we did. Uh, so Jay gets him in the submission, and eventually we do get a, a ref bump. And uh, obviously, this allows, or no, it's not a ref bump, right? It's a, it's just Gato distracting. Yeah, Gato just gets on the ring, <clears throat> like starts like moving his towel, like he yeah, grabs he, his he, towel, he like he has something under the towel. Yeah, he distracts him long enough that Jake can hit a low blow. Um, and then he goes for his big suplex, doesn't finish him off. And I was like, oh, good. We're just going to get the – Jay's just going to start trying to hit moves, and it's not going to it's not gonna work out for him. Uh, and, of course, uh, obviously, Ibushi kicks out of uh, the suplex. And then um, – does Ibushi hit anything after this, or does it just go right into Blade Runner? I feel like No, Ibushi... he tries to go for the Kamigoye. Yeah, okay. Uh, Ibushi tries to go for Kamigoye, doesn't hit it, and Jay ends up getting Blade Runner and – this was like one of the most brutal Blade Runners ever. Bushi just took it right on his neck, <laughs> as expected. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jay pins him one, two, three. So Jay White wins again against Ibushi. Uh, I'm I'm a fan of it, obviously. Uh, Jay White's my guy, my favorite wrestler currently, and I had him winning here, which puts uh, which, which put me to four for uh, four and one today for today's show. Um, and Ra- uh, Ryan and Joey went. Two and three, and Rob went one and four. Yep. Um, so big, big, big night for me. Uh, and Ryan and Joey didn't have the, they didn't end up having Rob's luck. So I mean, good yeah. for you guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm still, I'm still in the hunt for first. I'm only. Yeah, one I mean, to, to be fair, we still have a whole tournament to go. We're only on the third. Yeah. Night. Um, but it's just bad luck that to like, start. Yeah, to start. I started off four and one on night one then three and two now two and three i just hope i don't go one and four and then oh and five that would be bad yeah oh and five is the one thing you hope not to see um and then post-match uh jay got on the mic and sounded like a maniac uh this i thought it was weird (laughs) yeah uh i was gonna say the weird thing about this was like he was speaking and you could hear that, but also there was an echo in the arena. Yeah, that was, it was hard to hear at times. And um, then also like the Japanese announcers were trying to translate to Japanese. Yeah. There was a lot going on and the audio issues were there for the mic. Yeah. Uh, so it was, also he kept on clapping on the mic and that was annoying. Yes. Um, I think that added to the echo at points. Yes, the premise was that Jay White, it's it's the Switchblade era. Uh, he's calling out Okada for their match uh, on night Kobe, four. where he, uh, apparently uh, that's where Gato turned Yeah, Okada. I guess so. so yeah. Um, so that's on night five, right? Yeah. Yes, that's the next matchup. Um, so that's a big one, obviously. Okada and Jay have quite a bit of history with each other. Yeah. According to Jay White, it is the greatest moment in wrestling history of all time. Yeah, and oh, also Jay did mention that he's he single-handedly sold out Madison Square Garden again. Yeah, um, I love when he does that. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, so yeah, that's our big. Uh, that is our big match for night five when we get there. Um, you want to run down the card for night four? Yeah. Uh, well, real quick, we both agree that. White and Ibushi was match of the night. Yeah. Um, yeah. However, I want to say that this was the worst of the three nights so far. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I guess so. I don't even know. To me, Night 2 is still the best so far. Um, and Night 1, um, I just think that the match quality was better overall. Yeah, I don't know compared... how I'd rank these three nights, because Night 2, we had Juice and Yoshihashi, which... Yep. Yeah, uh, Toriano versus Sonata. Which Sonata was and Yano, which was was a very funny match, but like wrestling quality, it obviously is not there. Kenta and Goto, I enjoyed. Evil and ZSJ was really good, and, and Tanahashi versus Naito was one of the best matches of the year. Yeah, and then night one, Osprey and Yujiro was good. Uh, Jeff Cobb and uh, Tai Chi, Tai Chi was really good. Suzuki and um. Ishii was really good. Yeah, uh, White and Shingo was good, and the main event was also pretty good. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess I would say this is the weakest. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, no, I have to because I said Yujiro and Okada. <laughs> that, yeah. was, that was the one match of the tournament I did not like so far. So, so I'll run down the night night four for us. Yeah, go for uh, it. We've got Hiroki Goto versus Sonata, Tanahashi versus Toru Yano. We've got Juice Robinson versus Kenta, Yoshihashi versus Evil, and Naito versus Zack Saber Jr. Honestly, uh, not really a bad match on this card lining up. Uh, Yoshihashi versus Evil has some storyline implications. Naito versus ZSJ. This is, sure this, is, we'll... this is my first trip to Yoshi's Island. Yeah. Uh, Juice versus Kenta, I think, also has some good storyline implications. Uh, with Kenta beating up on uh, his tag partner, uh, in to get the briefcase. So, yeah, could uh, Goto versus Sonata is a sleeper for top tier match of the night, and that's the I believe that's listed as the opener for this night. So that's gonna be it is it, yeah the order Sonata Goto. Uh, yeah, Yana I think Tanahashi, it's the way that I read Kenta, it off. Juice, Yoshi, and yep. Evil, and uh, then Naito in the main event. Yeah, um, and Tanahashi versus Yano could be fun. Well, well it'll, it will be fun. It's a Yano match. Yeah, I mean, I'm regretting my Yano pick after he beat uh, Sonata on night one, <laughs> or night two. Um, You're telling me you don't want to say uh, on tomorrow's podcast, Toru Yano is in the lead. For B block, hey man, I would I would love that. to say that just because that would give me points. Yeah. Um. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, that show is also uh, same time as today. So for us, it's five thirty in the morning. Uh, we yes. will have a review out for it after the show. I don't know if it'll be right after. I don't know if we're waking up live for it or what the plan is. Um, I was just say I I don't have anything tomorrow. So yeah, I don't either. So we might do it. Uh, yeah. Either way, we will have a review out for it. Um, yeah. It's not like today where I have class in 18 minutes, so. Yeah, and uh, so, yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us for this uh, this podcast. Again, I, I do like that we're able to do these one by one because, again, we can talk for basically an hour about one night instead of getting two nights into an hour. Yeah. Gives uh, it more time do you to want, Do you want to run down the points for oh, our thing? yeah, I completely forgot you just that. gave us the records for that. Yes. Uh, so, again, so coming out of uh, this night, I got four points. Rob got one. Ryan and Joey got two. Uh, so that point puts our total for uh, the first three nights. Joey's in last place with seven. Rob is in third with eight. Ryan's in second with nine. And I have taken the lead with ten now. Yes. Uh, so we now are we have we are done with ties for now. Then we have a we have a nice thing where it's a it's a nice string of everybody is uh, by a one point thing here. So yeah. nine eight seven. So yeah, it's still every anybody's game. Like like Pat said, it's only been three nights and it's a what nineteen night eighteen night tournament. So well, eighteen and then the final. Yeah, so. um, still anybody's night it thing. Yeah, so uh, that's going to do it for this review for night three. Join us tomorrow for night four, uh, and then obviously join us for the rest of the tournament. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get the podcast uh, reviews as soon as possible. Uh, me and Joey, I don't know if Rob's off today, but me and Joey will be back later today for AEW Dynamite uh, since it's Wednesday. So if you're in AEW, join us again then. And if not, 
again, New Japan, uh, the G1 continues tomorrow, so we'll have a review for that. And um, when's the next one after that? Oof, I don't have that uh, on. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if the, this is not. Is this the week where it's. The, yeah, I think there's one Friday, too. Uh, and then next week it's four in a row. Maybe. It, it's either Friday or Saturday, I think. No, yeah. I think it might be Sunday. Because I think it's going head to. I think it's the same day as Clash. Um. Is Clash this Sunday or is that two weeks? Yes. The. the Clash of the Champions is this is this Sunday, where Roman Reigns is declared that he will have a new look and a new theme. No, no, no. So, so <laughs> he's not said he's getting a new theme for this show. He's saying one. He said he'll have. A, he's wrestling without a shirt on Sunday, and when oh. the storyline progresses, he is going to change his theme music. So, gotcha. It does not sound like he's having new music this Sunday. That's a shame. But uh, yeah, so yeah, it's. Uh, the 23rd, which is today, then the 24th, and the 27th is the next one, which is Sunday. Then it's Saturday, then it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, um, next week. And then yeah. it's the 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, and then the 10th, 11th, then 13th, 14th, 16th, 17th, 18th to finish it up. Yeah, I don't know if you need to go through the entire schedule. We're not. Well, doing we just did so. Um, but yes, yeah, so tomorrow we will have. So remember, dynamite later today or tonight, I guess, and then tomorrow we will have a review for night for the G one, which is back with a block action. Uh, so again, subscribe to the podcast, follow us over on Twitter and Facebook for uh, to stay up to date on everything, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next time.